0: Just in time to save us all from that, we are joined by actress Sierra McCormick, and uh, she is in a movie that's going to be a, uh, a big splash. It's coming out on the 29th of this month on Amazon Prime. It's called The Vast of Night, and it has already gotten some really good uh, reviews. Um, Sierra, this is a, a period piece. It almost looks like when I watched the trailer, like it's American Graffiti, and your character should be named... Peggy Sue, but you probably liked getting all that get-up on, didn't you?
1: What'd you say? (laughs) The last part of that? You
0: you probably liked getting all that get-up on, didn't you? The glasses, the ponytail, the poodle skirt, saddle shoes. Yeah, that was,
1: like, one of the most helpful things, like, acting and character-wise for me, actually, because it really allowed me to, like, completely jump into someone else's, like, look, like, quite literally (laughs) – Um, and especially, like, the glasses and the ponytail. Like, I don't know, I tried to, one, make it, like, I don't know, Andrew and I, the director, uh, we've discussed the outfits a lot, actually, but uh, mine took the least amount of time to put together. Jake's, my co-stars, actually took way longer, (laughs) oddly enough. Um, And, I don't know, yeah, the uh, putting that together and collaborating with Andrew on all aspects of the look and just really, really informed a lot of decisions that I would make later, I guess, uh, performance-wise. And so that whole aspect was one of the most fun parts about sort of getting to dive into this movie and the period and the very specific character that Faye is was getting to sort of, you know, get the look that went along with it.
0: You mentioned Andrew. That's Andrew Patterson. This is his debut film, and people are are gaga over it. It looks like he's hit a home (laughs) run his first time up at the plate, huh?
1: That yes, to use a sports reference, that would that would be correct, I feel like. <laughs> um, yeah, he's he's such a wonderful, you know, collaborator, filmmaker, obviously. Um, and I don't know, I think he's a real actor's director and I think my co star Jake would also attest to that just because we all felt like Andrew just fostered such a creative environment for us and made us really, really comfortable and feel free to you know, truly like collaborate on the characters and, you know, make something really, really interesting that all all of us were really, really proud of at in the end.
0: Now you've been acting for a long time. So when you know that it's a guy's first uh film as a director, deep down do you think mm-hmm. I don't I don't think he's doing this right or do you think, hey, he's the boss and it's a collaborative effort. Let's just make sure we get it right.
1: Um a little column A, a little column B there. I mean, I don't usually like to go into things thinking that, you know, uh, well, they're our first time or so, obviously it's going to be this, this, and this, and they're going to do these things wrong. Like, I don't know. I mean, I took, one would say, like, a chance working with Andrew, considering he hadn't, like, directed this would be his first feature. And I think, like, the results were. Amazing and wonderful, and I think that the fact that maybe he was kind of an outlier in that sense allowed for a lot more like creative expression in the movie and on set and everything like that. And so, I don't know, I don't have any like you know, uh, hesitations about working with first time directors, I guess. <laughs> I think it well, makes let's... it like a little more interesting and fun.
0: For sure. Let's let's give a little thumbnail on the plot, because for people who have not seen the trailer, it's kind of a creepy, exciting little adventure here.
1: <laughs> That's a good way to put it. <laughs> um, yeah, so essentially, uh, my character, Faye, she's the uh, small-town switchboard operator in the 50s, and she is friends with Everett, who's the town radio DJ, and everyone is at the basketball game. So the town's pretty much empty except for my co-star Jake and I, and I hear like a strange kind of noise come over the switchboard, and so I kind of loop him into it, and it essentially like sets off this adventure um, for the rest of the movie, where in one night we're trying to run around and try to find the source of this strange sound.
0: (laughs) And I gotta ask you about Curb because it's funny when I think about. Oh,
1: wonderful! Yes,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think about well. How can she be the star? And then I realized that's like over ten years ago. It it seems like it was it was yesterday. But um, that is now, of, of course, one of the greatest shows of all time. It's a it's a cult classic. Agreed. And yeah, you, you'll be a hundred and people will still be. You'll win Oscars and people will still be asking you about Curb. What what was that like to be a so. part of that? Yeah, what's it like part of being that canon now?
1: Oh, I don't know. Like when I actually before I got on the show, I was probably 11 or so, but I'd actually watched the show. I was, like, into it because I was really into Seinfeld. That was, like, my favorite show to put on when I was, like, sick at home from school. It would definitely be on TV. And so I loved watching Seinfeld, and therefore that kind of led me to Curb, and I was kind of already a big fan of Curb before I was on it. But, you know, Larry David has this, like, obvious reputation for being kind of, you know, um, curmudgeonly, I guess. And so when I got on (laughs) set, I was not expecting him to, like, speak to me or, like, look my direction really and i was like okay yeah it makes sense and then i got on set and he was like super nice it was actually the most shocking thing is that he was like super chill he like came up and asked me about like the book i was reading he like genuinely asked me like my 11 year old self questions about myself it was it was was wonderful (laughs) and just really fun
0: that's very cool now you've as i said you've been acting a long time but um uh, I don't know if you'll say this yourself, but this this thing, this movie, is going to really springboard you. Here we are in the pandemic. People are going to watch this anyway, but the amount of eyeballs that are going to get on this movie now—I mean, this is going to this is going to really put you up in that next echelon. Can you can you feel it, Sierra? Uh,
1: well, I'm always hesitant to make sort of—I don't know—to uh, get too excited about things, you know, prematurely. I'm pretty um, cautious when I when it comes to, you know, anticipating excitement and things like that. So I'm, I'm keeping it pretty, I'm keeping my ex- expectations pretty chill as of now. Um, but it, I don't know, anyone enjoying the film and getting anything out of it or, I don't know, just being entertained for an hour and I believe 10 minutes, I think that's how long it is, um, would be, make me over the moon. I'd be so happy just to, you know, put something into the world that people love creatively and are inspired by.
0: Well the the lowest I mean, you know, we always get an advanced copy of these things. I've not seen seen anything under a nine. This is kind of unprecedented that because there's always some yeah. as a kid, the kid people of your generation would say, there's always some haters out there. There's no haters yet, Sierra. <laughs>
1: Not yet, but
0: hey,
1: let's see, let's let's, you know, knock on wood.
0: <laughs> okay, we've been speaking with Sierra McCormick. We're going to be joined in the next segment by her co star She mentioned him Jake Horowitz. Remember on Amazon Prime on the 29th it's called The Vast of Night. Once again, The Vast of yeah. Night. Sierra, congratulations on the film. Thanks for coming on the show and hopefully we'll Thank catch up so down much. the road. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Thank you, Rick.
0: All right, good stuff. I'm Rick Thittle. We'll take a quick break and come on back on Sports Bank.